Getting tired of waiting for you, Isaac. It's not letting me share. See, we tried. This is what happens when we try to be organized, Anthony, and then we, we this is what happens. It's not letting me. It's saying I'm not a group of anything. It, like, disconnected me from Facebook. Come on, man. Uh, you know, we try to do this. Organ- oh, everybody hold on a sec. Now we got eight viewers. Isaac, we were going to try to be organized. We have, try to we have a city councilman on here, and this is what you're doing. What are we not sharing it to? Everything Poland. I, I got booted out of everything Poland, I guess. Man. Whoever that admin is, you got to have a talk with him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. I, I don't know if I kicked myself or what. All right. Hold on. I'll do it. Unbelievable. I don't get it. I don't know what's wrong. Anthony, what's going on, man? Not much. Living the dream, baby. Not much. Living the dream. So while Luke's doing that, where where are you originally from? You originally from Poland? Yes, sir. Graduate from Poland? Really? What year year did you graduate? 2015. Nice. 2015. You're a young man, younger than both of us, and I'm usually the youngest guy on here, too. Yeah, yeah I'm going to turn 24 uh, this July. So, and how how long have nice. you how long have you been on the council? Uh, since January of 2018. So it's uh, a little over two years. So you were 23 when you got elected. That's freaking so, crazy. I was 21. And, uh, 20, yeah. Wait, you were 21. My math is terrible. Yeah. I'm just a loan officer. No, you're good. Yeah, 21 when I got elected. Why did you wow. want to be a councilman? What man, um, what a Poland village? <laughs> well, uh, honestly, uh, I did all kinds of other kind of crazy stuff the summer before that election. Uh, okay. so I, I ran a swim meet over at Poland Swim Club or helped put together this big swim meet, and uh, it turned out to be like moderately successful, uh, yeah. by some standards. And then uh, a bunch of people kind of came up to me and said, There's a I think there were four spots open or three spots open that election. They're like, Hey, you should try this. And uh, one of those people were the mayor uh, uh, of Poland village. And, and he kind of helped uh, push me to do it. And, and then uh, I missed the deadline. The crazy part was I actually missed the deadline because the deadline for getting on the ballot was earlier in the spring. Um, okay. And I had to be a write-in candidate. So it made it 10 times harder. So you're already 21 years old doing this. And now trying yeah. to get people to spell Latanzio right is a whole nother. <laughs> you. So, but that was struggle cool. with it. <laughs> but that's kind of how it happened. So that's cool, man. And so you were just like, yeah, sure. I'll just, I'll just do it. No yeah. big deal. Yeah. It was yeah. on. Oh, uh, YSU at that time. And uh, I was on student council at Poland high school. So, Nice. Similar stuff. <laughs> and you're a you're a firefighter as well, or no, 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 he's not a firefighter. <laughs> Luke put in your uh, in your bio. He's not like, a he's firefighter. A I, I don't know. I don't. I was trying to research and I totally didn't research it right. So go, go ahead. Just an all around hero. You know, he's a firefighter, councilman. Um, yeah. So what do you? Go ahead. Okay. So uh-huh. so. Believe me, I, I ain't got the bravery for that stuff, man. Those guys are awesome. But I, I'm yeah. actually on I'm on one of the village spots on our board that governs the fire district. So we have a joint fire district between Poland Village and Poland Township. And we have okay. two trustees, two village councilmen, um, and then one citizen representative every year that alternates between the two. So I'm okay. on that board. Um, and then this year and last year, I'm the chair. I was the chair and I'm currently the chair of the board. So. That oversees the fire district. Okay, cool. Did you get did you get elected to that or appointed to the fire board? 
appointed to the out by the president of council. Wait, who's in the mayor's? Okay, wait. Let's start over before we get into that. Now, here, Isaac and I need help. Okay. okay. The politics of the village in Poland. <laughs> the village and the township confuse the crap out of us, right? Uh-huh. So, I need you to give us and everybody listening a seventh grade civics lesson. Is that civics? Y- yes. <laughs> seventh grade civics lesson on Poland village. Okay. Politics. Who's who? Who's where? Who runs the show? Perfect. All right. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll try this out. So hold on. Let me get my notes out. This is important. Yeah. Seriously, I, I have no idea when we get in trouble. No, it's all good. So, so Poland Village is actually inside of Poland Township. Okay. So it's a small section of Poland Township uh, where people who live within the village can vote in township elections, but not vice versa. So the township cannot elect village representatives, but it's the village can also participate in township government. Wait, how the hell is that fair? So, so you guys, you so, suck. Yeah, so we're, <laughs> we're an inside a, a smaller municipality within the township. Okay, so we're our own the little village. Group. The village, let me get this straight. The villagers mm-hmm. can vote in the township stuff. Yes. But the we live in the township too, as well as the village. Yep. That's crazy. I know. I didn't see learning something today already. There yeah. you go. All right. So, so the structure then goes, um, there are there's one mayor who gets elected, okay? And he kind of presides over our meetings as meetings as our CEO, executive, spokesperson kind of guy for our government. Then we have six elected council members, okay? Um, and they're offset. I think the election cycle is four people and then two people offset every two years. Uh, it's four year terms. Uh, we have a village solicitor who is our lawyer, a fiscal officer, and then you have like a zoning administrator and stuff like that. Um, so overall the, the village itself is actually government wise, much more intricate than even the township. Uh, cause the township only has three trustees that govern the huge township, which has, you know, Close to 10,000 or around 10,000 people. The village has about 2,000. Uh, so it, it um, and, and yet our government is larger. <laughs> so huh. uh, that's kind of the, the breakdown of it. How many, how many people, maybe you don't know this, maybe I'm, how many people live in the township and how many people live in the village? What's this? What's the difference? He, he said 2000 in the village. Oh, and- there was I not listening. Sorry. Yeah, Go ahead. It's like 2066, I think is around that level. There's a thousand homes and like 2066 or somewhere around there. People in the village, the in town the village. I believe is upwards of 10,000, just a little bit or right around that range. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, but yeah, and, it's, it's a smaller entity. And the council is all elected. The mayor's elected. Everybody's the mayor runs separate from a case, not running to be a councilman, right? No. So he's running to be mayor. Okay. And, and when you're mayor, you're on the council. Well, yeah. here's the, the trick with the mayor is that there are six council members, right? So if there's a tie, that's the only situation that the mayor gets a vote. So the uh, mayor, what, is the mayor, what does the mayor do then? So the mayor has executive functions that he handles. So he's our holy crap. Our this is insane. Oh yeah. So he's our he's our primary spokesperson. You know, he's the media correspondent. Uh, he yeah. makes yeah. Executive, I, right? all right. Yeah. So Anthony, he makes, yeah. We want the mayor on our show. Oh, this would be a lot of fun. Listen, can you get him on for us? Can you get him a good word? <laughs> oh, <absolutely. laughs> we, we need him. 
I would try my best, but this, that could be really interesting. You guys have a blast with that. He said he, said, uh, he was proud of Luke. I don't know uh, what that means, oh, but he was proud that. of Luke. When when did he, do that? he did that. Uh, on your birthday, he said, Oh, my birthday. Yeah, I don't even know. Work. I'm yeah. proud of you. you got he got said, I'm proud of you. And I was like, he, he, obviously, he obviously watched our show with Cindy Best last week. So that's, that must be it. You guys are becoming famous. I'm telling you. This is what <laughs> Crazy, crazy, most, crazy. Un- most, most uninteresting content. That's what we've been told, right, Isaac? Uh, exactly. We're uninteresting. But um, gosh. So your day, <laughs> you said your day job was what then? So you, you're, you have your council. Uh, you're on the council, but then what was the other thing you did? You uh, said the fire department. Well, so a- that's that's an aspect of council. So each council member is also appointed to certain committees to oversee uh-huh. different parts of the government. So one of the committees is the fire district, and that's okay. the only one that's joint between the two, the township and the village. The other ones are like, we have police committee, we have uh, zoning, um, like architectural review, different things like that, that we get appointed to also by the, the council president uh, at the beginning of each year. Um, and I think we serve on about three of those each, or three or four, depending. Uh, so I think this year I'm on four of them, um, including the fire board. So. Yeah, and then my day job is I'm a student at YSU. I actually just graduated on uh, Saturday from YSU. Congratulations. Congratulations, man. Thank you. So, yeah, I I got that going, and then uh, uh, hopefully going to uh, Neomed starting in July. Jeez. So that's the plan. (laughs) Good for you, man. So so is it – I don't know if this is public knowledge or not. Is that a paid position? Yes. Yeah. It is. It's not a lot. We we get – it's all public knowledge on the, the numbers yeah. of information. So I think it's like 300 something a month or something like that for each. Of the what, do you a, what do you got a, a meeting a month? Uh, so typically we have two meetings a month, except for June, July and August, which was when we have one meeting a month. So okay. yeah. Like what's something, what's something you guys would tip like typically vote on? Like give us an example of something you guys would vote on. I don't. So let me think here. So a lot of stuff, that we work on. So have you guys heard about the, the mothy bridge in the forest? Yes. yes. Well, I, that's okay. why I invited you. I, you, you had a, we were going to talk about that. Go ahead and tell us about mothy bridge. Cause you had a scheming uh, or a, a steaming uh, response to the Mahoning matters on Facebook. And that's why I invited you. I was like, Oh, this what kid's good. With Mahoning matter. There was like a fight or something right about it. We can get mad. into that in a second. I'll give some context. So, <laughs> so the, the Mothy Bridge is a bridge inside of Poland Municipal Forest, okay? So we have a forest board that's also one of our committees that oversees the forest. Um, <laughs> so this bridge was built in the 50s, okay, by uh, Mr. Mothy, who was a member or affiliate with Youngstown Sheet and Two, okay? So he donated the steel and the materials, built this awesome bridge that goes over Yellow Creek. Looks like um, it was built in the 50s, for sure. Yeah, so over the last couple of years, you know, it's kind of been in disrepair, um, and when I first got on council, I think it was that first year, um, we hired an engineer uh, to come out and evaluate it and say, you know, is this safe? You know, kind of give us a, a status update on it. And uh, when they came to the site, they basically looked at it and said, I'm not getting on that thing, you know, and, and, and did a little bit further wow. inspection and said, yeah, that's that's not the safest looking thing ever. And, and you guys need to probably fix this. So. Um, the stuff that council has voted on is, you know, who to hire as an engineer consultant for the project, who to hire 
um, to d- make the blueprints and do the specs and, and stuff like that. And then ultimately who to award a contract bid to, uh, to perform the project. So we'll vote on that kind of stuff. I mean, we vote on uh, a, a number of different things also. So it's, it's pretty intricate. So like police and police and fire are, are two big things. Uh, police, uh, we, we vote to, um, do, I guess point or hire police officers and things like that. Do, do, you, do you vote how many tickets they give out? In a no, month? no, that's independent, baby. Independent. That's all <laughs> <I mean. laughs> We're gonna have to talk to somebody. Yeah. In, in that I would figure Russ Beatty on that one, and <laughs> we should. We should. Oh, I said, if we had if we had Russ Beatty on this show, we would not be able to drive through Poland ever again. I just want truck cop on the show. That's all <laughs> I want. I just want social butterfly. He'd love that. What's his name? Wait, what's his what's name? His name. We'll find him. What's his name? Oh, did he freeze oh. out? Oh no, oh. he freeze. Mike. Mike. Is that Mike? Mike. I knew it was Mike. Okay, like a, Isaac. He's like a super nice guy I, too. Like, not, I don't know why you guys think I hate him. I don't hate him. I just you I talk just, about him every show. Guy. You talk. I love Truck Cop. I'm exci- I'm so excited. I can't wait to get him. We want to. We want to. We're gonna. We're gonna get a picture with him. So, so, so you got some jobs to do, Anthony. We're sending you out. We want to interview the mayor. Isaac wants to arm wrestle truck cop. <laughs> that's. I think that's a great, great money maker for celebrate Poland. I think you set up a booth with truck cop, and it's ten dollar donation to the police department if you arm wrestle truck cop. That'd be awesome. Oh my god, arm wrestle truck cop. That'd and be so awesome. So for his trucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so 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 do you guys take complaints too? So you know, you vote on the different stuff. Do people come in to ever come into those town meetings like all pissed off, ready to murder people? They have to all the time. <laughs> all the time. they have to, right? Like, what are some of the complaints? Like, so I mean, we get we get a variety of complaints. So sometimes it's about the forest or people disagreeing about you know the philosophy of taking care of a of a natural forest and stuff right. like that. We get that a lot. We, we uh, zoning things are are always contentious. People come and say you know they'll complain about their neighbors and things like that will happen. Or if there's a contentious issue, they'll also come and make their voices known or, or let us know, Hey, like a street lights out uh, on their street, fix it. So they'll come and say that stuff too, or fix the potholes or, or uh, those things also. So um, what we, roads we do you guys have? You, you guys look for the potholes. Cause I know that's, that's always an issue with the roads. You guys mm-hmm. don't control 224, right? Uh, so or 224 is within the village, so it's kind of a mixed thing there. So 224 and 170 are state highways or state routes. Um, so yeah. ODOT has some authority over them, uh, okay. but I do think that we are able to um, fill potholes and stuff like that still on them because it's within our municipality. Wow, see, this is crazy stuff that mm. I, I have no clue about any of this Is stuff. it That's township? Awesome. The signs are marked, aren't they? Because the blue, blue with the white is uh, – is township, is, yeah. Is township and white with blue is yeah. really a village? So, yeah, yeah. So that was a, that was one of our new things. So yeah, uh, wow. Wallet, who's a township trustee, uh, started out with the blue signs. Okay, and I was thinking our signs were a million different colors, and I was evaluating them uh, beginning of last year or midway through last year, and I'm like, you know, we got white ones, blue ones, black ones, green ones. It was all kind of confusing. You couldn't really read them, so. Uh, we invested a little bit last year and we got our own set and we decided to, to invert them 
so that you'd be able to tell the difference between the roads because some of the roads are even split. Like uh, you have Venlo over by north is like half and half, half of its township, half of its village. Oh. So the signs kind of indicate what side you're on or what road is which. And so, so say that again. Yeah, Massach- that. I live on Massachusetts. Massachusetts okay. is a blue sign with white letters. That's that's village, right? Massachusetts blue sign white, white with letters. Blue. It's the Massachusetts with blue. Yeah, okay. yeah, you're in the village. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that you didn't have that. a sign for a long time, right? You didn't for like three months earlier this year. I was like, what is going on? Where is our sign? And then it popped up. It was a fresh, clean sign. So I live, I live over, I live over on Chardonnay in Poland, in the township. Okay. And they have, they spelled our name wrong, our, our sign, our sign name wrong. No. It was Chardonnay. It's Chardonnay with an A at the end, and it would said like Chardonnay, like N E Y. It was it was really funny. Oh, that's awesome. Sign went up and everything. People were complaining. <laughs> you were I, your mail like that too? Like, no, no. It was just a, yeah, no. Uh, it was just the street name sign. So it was it was it was interesting. So that's so funny. do you have with me being from the township? Do you guys have you have to have a ton of interaction then with what do we have? We have uh, what uh, co- township? What commissioner? What, what what do we have out here? I don't even know. Right? You have three trustees. Trustees, that's it. Yeah. Yep. And and honestly, I mean, the the current groups, the the village council members and the mayor and the trustees, we're actually all pretty good friends. Uh, right. So whenever there's something kind of joint or together, you know, we get along very well with both groups, and uh, it, it most of the time works out really well for us. But the only time that we really coordinate with each other um, is either on like a pro, like a big project, like a sidewalk that that sidewalk along 170. Yeah, right. which that is one, awesome. Yeah, so that one we worked with each other on a couple years ago to do that. Um, I know the mayor was – I wasn't on here yet, but the mayor pushed real hard for that, and so did the trustees. Um, and then the only time we're really together together is for the, the fire district. Chip Comstock. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah, that's yeah, my old neighbor, Chief Chief oh, Comstock. I think he told me that one time. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he. I'm trying. He said he's gonna come on here, but he's so busy being a lawyer and stuff. It's he, and, he, and everything else he volunteers for. So, oh, absolutely. The guy never we, sleeps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he never sleeps. And I said, if we had him on here, we'll be on here for three hours with Chip. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> and you were ten minutes late. Yeah, oh. yeah. Ten minutes late, and he'll be on here for three hours. Yep, he's tentatively known as Chief Running Late. He, no, he fashionably late to just about everything. But <laughs> that's the, yeah, no doubt. I have, um, I have a good question. I got a good one. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in the middle of Poland, the little square with our stat with the statue and the clock tower in it—is that considered a park? What is that considered right there? It is. So that's a that's a park that is owned and operated by a nonprofit organization. Uh, okay, so that is the old streetscapes, Poland streetscapes. Uh, kind of put that project together. Together, it used to be a gas station for a long time. Long. You two probably, you two probably weren't even freaking born by that point. I bet. Or <laughs> around. I remember that. There. My mom's brother uh, worked at that gas station for a long time. So yeah, Isaac, I know about it. Literally, literally, picture that gas station. Okay. Uh, it was right where that park was. Spot. Yeah. Oh, it was terrible. You pull. Oh, yeah. You couldn't pull in to fill up for gas. Because it was so tight, like with the roads there. I mean, it, it was awful. Uh, that clock yeah. tower was there? No, oh, so that no, was, it was just a gas was station. Um, yeah, and and they they built that streetscapes got together and built that. I, I believe early two thousands, uh, late nineties, early two thousands, um, yep. and built that whole park. They fundraised for it, and uh, I think they still own and maintain it. And they hire landscape crews to come and operate the place. And okay, if it's a park, if it's a park, mm-hmm. the patch of grass. 
that's right in front of the clock tower, right? Yeah. If I go and set up a tent there and try and camp camp there, do I get arrested because it's a park? It's a good question. I, <laughs> you know what? I, I don't. I think, I think we should try it. that because it's a park, right? It's I'm allowed park. to do that in a park, and I live in the village. Exactly. I mean, I, I, I don't see a problem with it. I mean, you have to talk to Russ, but <laughs> you yeah. find out one Isaac, way why, why don't you go ask the uh, chief of police down there if you could camp out there? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's a that's a legitimate question because it's a if it's a public park. Yeah. Like you could could you camp at like a normal park? I guess. Well, right? well so there there are some stipulations. I'm not 100 percent sure sure on the rules for Peterson Wait. Park. <laughs> I, I just always wanted to know that. Like, how quickly would I get arrested if I go pitch a tent right on a little, right little patch of grass right there? Yeah. Well, well, think about this. So, so the municipal forest that's like 260 acres, right? We have operation hours back there, and if you're, uh, but but I don't know about Peterson Park because the village doesn't really oversee it. So I. I I'm assuming since it's a it's a public park, you can kind of I, do what you want unless you're I, think, it, right? I think you should try it. I yeah. think we should try. I think you're going to get arrested. <laughs> I'd love to see what they arrest me for. Like, it's public. It's a like, I'm, if I do anything wrong, if I do anything, I'm I'm going to clean up after myself. Well, like, yeah, if I do anything wrong, I would, I would everybody's going to see me. You're, you're going to like, a small tent. Okay, you know what we're talking like a three by four foot section. Yeah, like, like, just, you know, I don't you know, even you know what we're talking about, right? Bag. The little grass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and a, just a sleeping bag. <laughs> Oh my god, that'd be so awesome! All right, Isaac, I, we could you, we could get some hits with that for YouTube if you if you did that Absol- one. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I always uh, wondered that. So, so you've been involved too. I, I saw you. Uh, <laughs> wait, Jada, hold on. This is a good one, Isaac. <laughs> just said she was camping by the clock tower would no doubt get the attention of truck. <laughs> oh yeah, he yeah. likely. <laughs> He would drive by. He would drive by, do a Yui in the middle of the light, and pull up on the sidewalk. <laughs> immediately tased. Immediately tased. Sleeping in your tent. Probably. Oh my god. <laughs> and then you actually got another comment there, uh, Ag- Agata. You know, uh, yeah, Agata it's, uh, Corey. Agata Corey. Yep. Anthony oh, hey. is a is a rock star. Hello, all. Uh, uh, I'm Mrs. Curry. I I was her kid swim coach for a long time. Awesome. Nice, oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> nice, man. Um, oh, yeah. So I know I, I was Facebook stalking today trying to get information. Um, <laughs> you were involved with the, the GM stuff, right? Uh, I saw you. I think you went to some sort of meeting at GM. Is that correct? Where they were yeah, trying to save sure. GM and that kind of stuff. How did you get involved in that? I was I was interested by that because why is the city council um, go into that? Yeah, it, it was interesting. So so we actually all got an invitation. I know the mayor, I think, got it first and he, he sent it out to the other council or to the council members also, uh, where the new company who purchased the GM property um, invited all local elected officials to come and tour the facility, talk about their game plan um, and see if there's ways to promote it within the within the communities, the surrounding communities of Lordstown. Um, and it was extremely informative. It was just us and uh, some press corps people. Um, and, and we, we got a full tour, um, or a tour of the main section that they're about to, uh, partially demolish and rebuild. Um, and then also they kind of talked about their production plans and, and, and where we're going in the future. Cause I mean, we're all affected in it, in it in some way or affected by it. 
um, in terms of, you know, we had a bunch of people even within the village who had to move out of state uh, when, when GM closed. Uh, so nice. that plant is, is important to all of our communities. Uh, so I think that was the point and, and they were all very nice and hospitable and it was a very informative meeting. So. Awesome. Now, when do you, when do you, when do you uh, have you met any of the bigger guys? Did you meet Tim Ryan? That's I'm going right at it. Oh, Did you meet Tim Ryan? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to get him on here too. Oh, nice. Yeah. He's, he's a nice guy. Yeah, I met him uh, briefly at that meeting and a, and a couple of times before, actually, also. Um, and that was fun. I mean, uh, Mike Rooley and those guys and, and yeah. Anthony Traficani are, are both friends of mine. So, uh, yeah, it was a fun time. So Luke and Tim Ryan are just in love. Uh, I, I screw that. I'm still waiting for him to respond to me. I, like, I, it started at some sick joke a long time ago that Tim, yeah, I, I couldn't get him to respond. And now it's just, it's like just harassment at this point. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, yeah, it's it's bad. Uh oh, we got a question. Okay. We got a, that's not showing up. Uh Nick Rizzo oh. is saying any idea if Nesbit Street is scheduled to be resurfaced? I know all the other streets in the neighborhood were done last year. Uh oh. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't remember off the top of my head um which ones are this year. Um, I know we've talked about Nesbit. Uh, it's on one of our uh high risk streets. Um, so that typically means it'll be within the, either this year or next year uh, that it'll get uh, fixed up. I know for sure this year Ohio Avenue is getting paved. Um, and, oh, gosh, it might be Nesbitt. I could check. It's on our village website, I believe. Where's Nesbitt? Nesbitt is right off of 170 um, across okay. the street from the Presbyterian Church. So that that light um, – Right past, you go past the Presbyterian Church from the center of town towards the high school. Okay. Um, side street, uh, basically right next to the bed and breakfast. Okay. Okay. Got Little it. road right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go, yeah. Nick. You can check on Nick. You can check on the uh, website. Um, and, 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 and find that out. Yeah, Mr. Rizzo, I'll, I'll, I'll touch base with you off when I confirm that. <laughs> there you go. So you get nice. confirmation and everything. Coach. That's my wrestling it- coach. Oh, is that your net wrestling coach? Nice. Yes, middle school. Great. Anybody guy. else want to grill? Uh, want to grill Anthony on uh, on any sort of comment or anything while you got him, or just go ahead and post it up. We love we love uh, grilling our guests. So there you go. All right, Mr. Rizzo's good. Um, <laughs> so that's Tim Ryan. Uh, I mean, tell me about this too. And I had we kind of jump around on this podcast like crazy. I had a thought. So you are how old? I'm 23. You're 23, and you are working with the other council men, men and women. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't. Yep. How old are they? How what's their average age? Uh, I'm trying to think. So I know it's probably we've been probably between 40 and 60, roughly. Okay. And, that and so, so, so 40 and 60. So are they looking at you when you're talking? Like, look at this freaking punk. punk kid. Look at this punk kid mm-hmm. gets elected. Uh, now he's telling. Now he's now he's telling us what. Now he's getting in fights with uh, Mahoney Matters on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. He, well, he's on. He's on the most insignificant. Un, uh, what was it, Isaac? He's on the most uh, uninteresting podcast in Ohio. Podcast. <laughs> like, like, what, what? Do you have to take some grief for being young, right? Oh, listen, that that was something that when I first got on, you know, you're obviously aware of it. In my position, you're aware that that's what they're going to think right off the bat. Right. Yeah. So I've made it a point on any any meeting I've gone to. OK, I, I do my homework so much so that I know most of the information going in. 
Okay. And I know because if I say something stupid, typically I'm going to get the, Oh, he's young. He doesn't know what he's doing. You know? Yeah. So, so I, I make sure That's I'm extremely awesome. prepared at everything to, to make logical arguments or at least have a good opinion on things. Yeah. Uh, so, but it definitely I mean, I, made me work just, pretty hard. It, so. It's just, I mean, the thing is though, it's just the way I'm 40. Isaac is what? 27. 26. 26. I just turned 26 in April. He yeah. talks most, and this is my brother, and I'm like, whatever, dude, you know what you're talking about. Just, <laughs> and again, it's just, it's just oh, the way, it it's just the way we are, you know, and it's yeah. like, it, Absolutely. It, 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 and as a 40 year old or 41 year old now, I'm looking at it like I have experience, I've done a lot of this stuff, you know, and, and you're, you guys are younger, so it's going to naturally happen. But that, yeah, I, that, I like that answer on how you're responding to that. That's yeah, he's, he's collecting the facts. The problem is, as a 26 year old, I'm too lazy to collect the facts, so I still don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Good for you, though, Anthony. Good for you. Well, it's cool. So the, when, when I was campaigning, so I walked door to door in the village for like, what, two, two and a half months? Hold on, ago. hold on, Anthony. I did some research. Check this out. There it is. Oh, look at that. Look at him go. That's awesome, man. Look at that. There are a lot of those signs. I felt bad. <laughs> That's good. Man. And how about this? So my dad has the same name as me, okay? So he is Anthony Latanzio also, and he was confused as to why his name was all over town. And he's getting phone calls. Everybody thought it was him running. So And he's <laughs> real profile, so he wasn't a fan of that. So, do you think? Do you think uh, a lot of the votes were thinking that it was your dad, but it was actually you? No. Well, so, the, the fact that they had to write my name in, right? Well, <laughs> you were writing. They had to literally write my name in. I mean, I, we had people. It was funny when they came to the polls. I sent out mailers right to all the houses, um, and it, it explained. You know, I'm a writing candidate. You have to bubble the circle and fill in the name and spell it somewhat correctly to make it count. And if you don't yeah. do either one, it doesn't count. So a lot of them brought it with them, you know, after I talked with them and they were wow. they bought the mailer and had the little instructions on them and whatever. So I, there might have been a, a, a handful who might have thought that. But I think most of them I talked to for enough time that they, you were you, you're, you, you said something interesting. You were a write in. Yes. And did, did you have someone you were running against that was on the ballot? So. So, yeah. So our that election was set up where there were I, I believe there were. Let me think here. There were four spots. Four out of the six were up. Uh, three people were on the ballot, and then there were two write-ins. Okay. Uh, okay. And um, I've been told, all things considered, both me and the other write-in got a pretty respectable number of votes as write-in candidates because that's that puts you in a disadvantage right away because some don't get counted and people don't want to go through that. And even on the on the ballot, it, it, it says you know elect up to four, but only listed three people. With, with the line underneath, like, uh, so it was, it's a confusing thing to do, but the three who were on the ballot were, were elected. Um, and then it was me and the other write in and I got, uh, hundreds or whatever, a couple hundred votes, hundred votes or whatever, more than the other write in candidate. Um, which is funny though, because, uh, that person who lost that election actually was appointed to a vacant position a year later or a year and a half later. So he's now on council also uh, <laughs> with me and we sit next to each other. So it's, <laughs> yeah. It's a good Isaac. time. Uh, when, when, so when, when is your, uh, when, when do you have to be reelected? How long is your term for? I believe we're up a year from this November. Yeah. So next November, I think we so have four, four year of council for four years. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Isaac, you, Isaac, you're going to run for mayor or council. Come on. Yeah. Go. I don't want that kind of responsibility. I can already, 
Like the amount of people I could only imagine just come in there just pissed about something stupid like a streetlight that I would say, what are you? Just go away. Like yeah. I, I couldn't, I wouldn't have the patience. I wouldn't have the patience you that you have, Anthony. I mean, it's, it's interesting. So yes, you have people come in and complain, right? But then you're also kind of lucky in a way because there's a lot of people who care about this community too and are very yeah. interested and want to help and always come out of the woodwork when things are needed. So you get that interest, but you also get, uh, the other aspects of an invested community too, which is always great. So it's impossible to make everybody happy, is what I've, I've yeah. learned through my years. And you know, you're you're going to make one decision, and somebody else is going to be pissed. So yep. I know you guys are you guys are you guys are knee deep now, and I think you mentioned it a little bit in the uh, in the park mm-hmm. uh, or not the, in in the uh, erosion aspects of that, right? Where yep. you guys are are getting hit with that pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, some people what? Some people want to let it totally erode, go natural, and other people want to correct it upstream or up the river or whatever to stop the erosion from happening in Poland Woods. So, oh, I mean, the, yeah, how it's all. Yeah, so so people, well, I go there with my boys all the time. We go hiking, and, and the, I, I want to say it was last year. It got nailed by something that the park did. And, like, if you walked, uh-huh. I don't know what, there, that would be south or east, it was totally like the pipes were showing and the erosion was so bad. I mean, what, what do you, what, what are your plans on that? Or what, what or is it split with a council? Do some guys want to let it go natural? Other people want to fix it. I mean, what, what are you thinking? So, so it's interesting. The, the community, there's two different sections of, of two different thought processes about the forest. Okay. And they're more ideological perspectives. Uh, one is uh, to leave it as a natural, as natural as possible. Okay. Um, and that kind of allows it the erosion. It allows trees to fall and, and it, it, leave it as natural as possible, right? It's, it's self-explanatory. The other aspect is, you know, from my understanding, um, it's keep it natural, keep it the forest, but also maintain it as a park, uh, you know, the best ways you can, um, you know, improve trails and, and, you know, work on things like erosion, some of the man-made interventions uh, aspects of things. And, and they're, there's a, there's a division there for sure. Um, and, and in terms of the erosion, the erosion became an issue uh, when Boardman became developed and 680 went in. Okay. So Yellow Creek was much smaller years ago and, and stayed pretty small for a long time. Um, and then when all that stuff got developed, the water flow, the runoff from the parking lots and all that stuff all gets piped down into Yellow Creek. It's the lowest lying point. So that's where you see the increased erosion and, you know, the, we're in the floodplain down there too. So when you're around Bluebell Circle and stuff in the forest, that'll flood completely sometimes after a good storm or mm-hmm. you know heavy rain. And it, it's what we're looking at now. We had a group. Um, we have a foundation who raises money for projects in the forest. Uh, they're a private entity, and uh, they raise money for us to do this study with a group called EnviroScience. And they came in and said, "Listen, you have severe erosion in like five different spots." And they gave us a, a scientific uh, explanations about all of that and then recommendations saying, okay, you can fix these banks by mixing rock, topsoil, and then vegetation, right? And that would basically harden and, and compact those banks in for a really long time, okay, that would combat that. Um, and there's different ideas still being floating around. All of that stuff costs a lot of money. Um, but at some point, I think action is going to have to be taken on that stuff. But you're talking like a for all of their recommendations, I think it was around 1.2 million 
for their project. Uh, I mean, and, and we can obviously divide and conquer those. Um, and, and also see, we have a good volunteer group that, that goes back and does work about 25 or so people on our list right now. Um, and, and they, we have to evaluate everything still and see, you know, can some of the stuff volunteers do, um, and, and how much of it needs to be contracted work and stuff like that. So that's a whole, we're just scratching the surface on that stuff. Yeah. Bringing in all that dirt and everything that's going to be pricey. I, I mean, yeah. and I think that the, the thing is though, you know, a lot of the people, with the Poland woods. I, I, I'm not originally from Poland. I mean, I'm from North Lima, but there, there is something special about Poland woods. And I think everybody who lives there that walks back there, there is something special. I know the people who are from Poland grew up going back there. So there is a very vested interest in that place. Absolutely. And, you know, and like I said, my kids love it. I mean, it's, it's just, it's something special. It's the first municipally owned forest in the state of Ohio. Right. right. And one of the first, wow. I believe, in the country. So, I mean, it's that's the it's a it's a big deal. Yeah, know? it's a big deal. The trees are huge back there. I I, I flew my drone. I do. I used to do some drone photography and the canopy. Like when we went up above that thing, you couldn't see it. I mean, it is, it, you know, it's special. The the uh, the the, the bluebells and it. I, yeah, I, I can see why everybody's upset about it going one way or the other. We had some comments, actually. Uh, Carolyn, uh, let's see here. Carolyn Lensick said she had a couple comments here. Erosion can be controlled by native plants. Mm-hmm. She said removing invasive plant species and implementing more native species. Mm-hmm. Um, she said the forest is worth 1.2 million. Wow. So there's Carolyn's ideas. And you even said that. You said uh, building up the banks and putting in native, tra- uh, native trees, native trees, native plants. plants. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that that's also, uh, I mean, the $1.2 million figure was thrown out for all of the possible recommendations that these guys came back with. And, and something interesting too, about money aspects in the forest, the village itself does not spend or has not had to spend a lot of taxpayer money in that forest. I mean, our foundation does a nice job of raising money like this Mothy bridge project um, is, is, now we're up to, I think, 61,000 out of the 80-some thousand for that project has been privately fundraised for and things wow. like that. I mean, we, we have a lot of public support for these projects uh, that will all go into that. Um, but, yeah, we're talking you, you want to put native plants to help, uh, what do you call it, compact the banks and, and yeah. uh, reinforce the banks. And then we have, a, we have a big issue with invasive species in that woods also, and that's another topic of discussion with the Forest Board, with Council and, and others is how to tackle that. Um, and I know we, we kind of formed a, somewhat of a partnership with some YSU ecology professors who I actually was I had for class uh, over the last couple of years who want to bring in uh, university representatives from YSU, from Pittsburgh, I think, um, and, and start working on finding the best way to tackle invasive species. So that is Which one, uh, Is there any way you could like, what are the invasive species? Are the oh. bluebells invasive? <laughs> blue balls are invasive. It's <laughs> it, basically anything the deer aren't eating right now is or the invasive species. So there's a bush okay. is one that I know. Um, there are a couple other ones. Um, garlic mustard uh, is one which actually comes up at the same time as the bluebells. We have uh, annual garlic garlic mustard. I hate yeah. that plant. And, and the garlic mustard, garlic mustard is interesting because that actually can threaten the bluebells uh, um, and cause it can explode in terms of numbers and, and threaten the status of the bluebells. So every year for the last, I think 10 years or so, Beth queen 
who is a uh, teacher at the high school, uh, started a, a garlic mustard pull every year. And, and people will go back and just rip those things out and make big piles and we'll take a truck down and collect it all. I mean, it's crazy. So oh, oh, I yeah. gar- garlic mustard. And I immediately think of wings. <laughs> yeah. mm. so it's it's the two months of uh, quarantine and overeating that are just making me do that. Dan Despacito uh, said, hi, Anthony. Thanks for all you do. And Carolyn Lensick said, garlic mustard. <laughs> garlic mustard. Oh, my wife. Oh, she acts yeah, like Ma- she doesn't. She, Maggie acts like she doesn't watch the show. Well, she does. She, she's been listening in the other room. Mrs. Maggie Schuster uh, said, what are your thoughts on the swim club opening? I'm surprised she just didn't walk in and scream at the camera. Shut up. She literally yeah. shut up. So uh, the with the swim club, um, my my mom is actually on their board of directors um, at the swim club, and I know that they're waiting and 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 waiting to get information from the governor um, to try to get a plan to open. I know they've started some preliminary things where they've talked about like a, a hundred dollars uh, down payment for members for this year just to pay you know property taxes and annual utility fees and stuff like that to keep the place up and running for for the year if it were to not open. Um, but if it were to open, I think they're going to look at some prorated membership fee, depending on how much time you actually get to spend at the pool. Um, but there's a lot of things. I mean, I've, I've researched that tremendously the last couple of weeks because uh, uh, I'm on the, the Youngstown Swim League board um, who, who kind of oversees summer competitions amongst all of the Youngstown area clubs for swim teams. Um, and we've we've kind of dove into that and uh, ultimately decided to cancel our season. Uh, due to some concerns about all this stuff. But it looks like swim clubs right now, I know some of them uh, are on the fence still about whether or not they're, they're going to be opening. And they're basically we're still in a wait and see period um, in all honesty. So that that's, that's kind of where it is. Yeah. I, mean, I hope the place opens one of my favorite places in the world. So, yeah. So you were on the swim team, right? Yes. For a long time. And swim coach and all that. I, I know celebrate Poland. We had Cindy best on here nice. uh, who, oh, yeah, who run who runs the show. She was on here last week, uh, you know, celebrate Poland's been canceled. That is a huge deal. I mean, I love celebrate Poland. It, it's so much fun. Yep. Um, you know, so what we're doing now is this is going to be my plug here. I'm running along the bottom. Uh, we are collecting for 2021. Uh, we have a donation page on our Facebook uh, and we're trying to make it totally awesome. We're trying to get $10,000 for the fireworks. Oh, so, that's awesome. That is fantastic. Yeah. We, got, we got $150, so we got a little bit of ways to go. <laughs> next year. So we, if we keep up this pace, we'll be good by next year. Exactly. You got yeah, more so we, we got to average. Uh, we got to increase our average. So if you're listening, if you please donate to Celebrate Poll in 2021, uh, we want to make it extra special. Uh, Cindy Best already said if we if we did $10,000, she'll make it the biggest fireworks display ever. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Totally and, awesome. so. Cindy and that board who to oversee and put together Celebrate Pull and do an absolutely fantastic job with that. I mean, they invest their entire year. Uh-oh. Uh, I mean, they're, they're tremendous. So, I mean, if you guys could pull that off, that'd be fantastic. Look, We're going to try for sure. Car- Carolyn, Carolyn's back. She loves the park. Look, look at this. If we if we can gather a group of people who can recognize the invasive plant species, I think it might be helpful if we can just go plan days to pull the problematic plants. Carolyn, it sounds like now there is a board who does that. There is a group of people who are responsible that volunteer for the for the park. Is that so so uh, we have our forest board who kind of oversees operations in the forest, um, and they ultimately answer answer to to council. Um, okay. But they are, are one of our subcommittees who oversee the forest, and they have a group. Uh, of volunteers who who are 
right now focusing on like trail maintenance and I know repairing boardwalks and that kind of stuff too. But, you know, we do work on with that garlic mustard pool every year. I know that it is something being talked about, yeah. uh, about being able to recognize invasives and, and educate people uh, on the different invasive species back there. And I know that's one of these next couple of years. That's part of our plans going forward. So uh, they, walk through, they just walk through and pull them all up once a year? Yeah, so, so garlic wow. mustard, I mean, it, they're pretty recognizable. Uh, they're little white flowers on long stems that uh, that are within the bluebell beds for the most part. And, and wow. a lot of people know how to recognize those, and you'll see them laying along the trails, especially right around this time of year, uh, from people pulling it, them out. Is there is there someone that Carolyn's asking to volunteer? There we go. We got you of all guys to volunteer. Mm-hmm. Um, let me know who that group is. So, I mean, if uh, – is there is there a one person she can contact if she can't call the the village? I mean, how would she get? How would she volunteer for that? So that that group of volunteers is pretty affiliate. I think they're they're more affiliated with uh, some members that are actually on the forest board. It's not really a group. Uh, they're okay. on, they're on a call list or an email list uh, to come out and help when when necessary. Um, I know Eleanor Zedeker, who is our uh, yep. chairperson of of the forest board. Uh, she's a great person to contact if you're interested. Um, there might even be a place to, I believe there's a place that you can contact uh, board representatives or whatever on the Pole Municipal Forest website. Um, I think that's polemunicipalforest.org, um, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and there's stuff about volunteering on there and numbers to call. Um, and I know Mark Thompson has been a member of the Forest Board also, who's who's been very integrated in, in the volunteer process um, and has kind of put together that big group that we have right now. Uh, who are who have been doing trail maintenance and stuff like that? Awesome, so, yeah. good. Here you go, mm-hmm. Carolyn. That give, give check it out on the website. Uh, we got Michael Bleggy Bleggy. Michael Bleggy, good friend of mine. Is he? Governor's yeah. supposed to make an announcement about pools on Thursday. There's I I I, I that's not going to happen. Let's be honest. Yeah, I, I know it, it, the the pools are very interesting. I mean, and opening pools is one thing. I mean, I focus more on like the team aspects and if it's possible to host a swim meet, which is what we determined was basically impossible to social distance or do anything like that for swim meets, you know? Um, but for pools, I mean, I've seen stuff with like the state of Pennsylvania has been talking about certain provisions that they're thinking about, like uh, time slots for members to be able to come in like 20% capacity um, every hour, rotate members in and out. I mean, it's still not, it's not going to be a normal summer, no matter how well you look at it or what way you look at it. Um, so that that's kind of that that's where we're at and we're we're going to be waiting on on as much info the governor can give us and wait for those guys. yeah i i don't think there's i don't think to try and do 20 percent capacity and- it's hard i mean because we're looking at some of our clubs in our in our area the youngstown area are financially wise it doesn't make a whole lot of sense if you're only going to get a month that's or something that's like what that. i'm thinking yeah, yeah. You're paying for staff. You're doing different things. I know some of the pools are looking to get uh, grants, federal grants, to try to help. Um, so it it's a very intricate process, and and swimming is is weird because I mean we don't know how the pool will work with that. I mean people I I, I know from coaching for a, a lot of years, we have a bunch of kids in one lane, <laughs> right? From a coaching perspective, yeah, lap swimmers right in one lane. Other. It's not six feet apart. They're climbing all over each other. They're spitting. I mean, it, all kinds of crazy yeah. stuff going on. So it's very hard to keep that safe, from my opinion, my perspective. And I think that, you know, the governor will probably say things along those lines. It's just, I know for a fact, it's probably not going to be normal. 
you know, just based on the state of everything, it's going to look different if they open at all. So that's the Dean. I don't know what this is. This is some sort of swimmer terminology. Uh, Not surprisingly, Anthony, I was not a swimmer. Um, (laughs) Come on. Summer. I remember I was awful though. Um, Yeah, I don't, I don't. It was, it's hard to get a slot, like trying to get a giant Eagle, giant Eagle pickup slot. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that's just something uh, that they, they were throwing around in Pennsylvania and in, again, it, it's going to be really hard for that board to make the decision and as well as yeah. all of the boards uh, that are yeah. over in these swim And she's saying right. safety first. Absolutely. Um, I, I agree yeah. 100%. And so. Caroline just said, Luke, it's Caroline. That's what I was saying. <laughs> Why are you harassing me, Caroline? It's Car- Caroline. Caroline. I said Caroline. What did I say? Caroline. I didn't say Caroline. I said Caroline. Caroline. <laughs> Caroline. Da, da, you skipped skip Judy, too. Great job, Anthony, representing the interests of the community well. Oh, Good job, man, Anthony. She's the best. The best. Is, that, <laughs> is, that your, is that your aunt or something? No, she was uh, one of my teachers at Poland High School. Yep. There, see, oh, look at all these teachers are supporting you and asking you questions <laughs> about paving their roads. We have a and... great community, man. We have a great community. I, a lot of great I, leaders. Judy, well, like I said, I, I, am, I am a move-in. Uh, I am a move-in. Isaac's a move-in to this area. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, Maggie, Maggie's from uh, Poland. My, my wife's from Poland, which is okay. kind of funny how I end up in Poland. Um, and I mean, I love it. And that's why I'm doing, that's why, you know, we, we, uh, I started and created everything Poland. Um, I, I, we have this podcast that we're trying to get the word out about businesses. I, I, I and that's, I, we, you know, we're really grateful you coming on uh, yeah, just man. to spread oh, the word. Great. You know, we're, the the uh, the Poland is is definitely I wouldn't want my kids to be anywhere else right now. So yeah, no, it's awesome. It's a close knit community. You know, you have multiple generations of people here, and it's it's it, it all feels like a big family. So it's a great place to be. And uh, uh, this this stuff is great. These community builders like this podcast. I mean, I think this is fantastic stuff. I mean, thank you guys oh, so much for putting. this Oh, together. you do? You think it's good? I think it's great. I really do. And, and I'll be promoting you guys because think about it. We don't have one of these. Seriously. Yeah. It's good we- stuff. We appreciate it, man. Wait, we really uh, do. You think it's interesting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, when you're done with this, go read uh, go read our comments on Luke. Was that your video or was that our video? Luke is left. Uh, I'm done. I said I told myself I wasn't gonna do it today, and I'm doing it. <laughs> Go, go read um, the comments on our last video, buddy. Um, but, um, <laughs> oh, he did. Look at the look at his face. He totally knows what we're talking about. <laughs> I'm, I'm got more comments about the truck cop comments. Uh, I, we I, haven't, I, you know what? We haven't gotten any comments about. It. We've joked around with the guy, like joked yeah. around with him, like every podcast we've done, and there, yeah. there's been no. Isaac has yet oh. to be arrested. Oh no. No, he's a, he's a fantastic guy. He's very hard worker. Super nice guy. Yeah. I mean, he's super nice. And, and they work so hard, and they are they are the reason. Well, we got voted like fourth, sixth, or something. Yeah, yeah. and that, they're the reason, obviously. That Absolutely. Nothing yeah, bad Poland, happens Poland here. Got that? Yeah, Poland Township got ranked, I think, fourth or fifth. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. we don't rank villages, but the township yeah. got great rankings on that. I mean, yeah. yeah we, our guys do a great job in both municipalities with that stuff. I mean, everyone feels safe here. You, you know, they, they work around the clock and long hours and it, it's, it, they're, they're wonderful. I, I Maggie, agree with that. Maggie said, I'm sorry, Poland, that I brought him here. <laughs> <laughs> You're Luke's wife. It's, it's totally true. 
Austin said hi, hi Isaac. Hi Austin, Austin how you doing, Austin buddy? Lyrics said hi Isaac. Uh, oh, Carolyn, Carolyn, uh, I think it's interesting. Pull is unique historically. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, yeah. It, absolutely. It, something cool with that about our history aspect. One, we have a great historical society here who does an awesome job. I mean, we have an extremely rich history. Like one of my favorite stories about our history of our town is when Youngstown was actually incorporated for the first time, when they first became a city or whatever. Uh, they were known in the area as a small settlement next to Poland, Ohio. I mean, that was what Youngstown was known that's as. Crazy. Found it. I mean, wow. that, that's amazing stuff in my mind. So it's a tremendous history here. We we were like a major hub of like the stagecoaches and everything else coming through. That I mean that yeah. I remember and the, the you got, you know, the uh well, the our, stone our tavern name, or whatever that is. Yeah, the tavern is the oldest building here and that was built by our founder. Uh John Fowler was his name. He was a settler who came over here and and uh, we're, we're known as town one range one in our, in our, whatever Connecticut district or, uh, of Ohio. So when they huh. came through, we were the first settlement out of all of these guys. I think Boardman might've been the second one, but we were first. Um, and it's, it's incredible. All, all of those guys too. I mean, the, at the Presbyterian church is the cemetery, the original cemetery for the town. And you'll see revolutionary war vets, um, civil war vets, um, in in wow. that cemetery, and, and along with all the founders, I mean, it, it's tremendous history here. Yeah, agreed. That's um, cool. Clearly, a fan I didn't know there. that. I did not know that. You didn't. Uh uh-uh. uh I didn't um, know we were okay, number so one. Let's, That's uh, crazy. So so Anthony, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of go at you here a little bit, okay? I got some pictures I want to share. Let's hear it, man. Let's hear it. All right. So 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 number one here. Tell me okay. what you're seeing here. Oh, that was my interview uh, right after I got elected. There you go. Where's that at? Is that at That's YSU? It's a Mog Library at YSU. Yeah, see, oh, I remember that. Nice. Where I lived for five years. <laughs> did Did you live at home? Did you? Here you go. How old are yeah. you now? I'm 23. Are you at home still? Yes, absolutely. Love I love it. Dollars in debt this summer when I go to. <laughs> oh man! Live at home as long as you can. Don't yeah, don't, do it, don't move out. Don't move out. Live at home as long as you can. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it went between my house and Mog Library for five years. That's about. Now, now hold yeah. on a second, Anthony. No way. You were you were you were doing stuff other than just like uh, going to Mog Library, and uh, you do have a little bit of a social life too, though, don't you? Listen, my social life is I talk to everybody, and I'm Italian, and my family is humongous. There's my okay. social. Life. Okay. All right. Hold on. Hold on. What's this picture? Oh yeah, that's my fiance. <laughs> no, wait a second. So you're not just doing that. So that's your fiance. Yes. Look at him. I got him. Where 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 where'd you meet her at? Where'd you meet her at? Tell us about her. The stalking thing, man. I like it. Pressuring you? Is she pressuring you to move out of your parents' basement? No, no. She's at her parents' basement. So oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Cool. And yeah, she she is a couple years older than me, and she's a teacher over at Jackson Milton. Uh, in their middle school, and she still lives at home because you know I'm I'm going to med school, so there's no yeah. no real pressure at the moment to good doing that. Is she there. from Poland? No, she actually lives over in Latonia. Okay, so everyone call me on a border. Good, good, good. Sorry, I, yeah, I don't totally we totally do to. that. We had yeah, to. And then look, I got I got a little picture of him graduating. Uh huh. Isaac, Isaac, our little boys all grown up. He's all grown up. That's our awesome. Boys all grown up. <laughs> That's all awesome. boys all grown up. 
<laughs> and then uh, let's see here. Oh, I did have a. He had some celebrate poll and stuff posted on there. Yeah, that was that nice. was the shirt I designed a couple years ago as a fundraiser for the high school swim team. Uh, oh, you and, designed uh, that? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Absolutely. Yeah, that was our William McKinley quote. Our president talking about us. There has never been a moment of time that my heart has not gone back to that dear old township. That's that's Aww, a really that's cool quote. Sweet. Some cool stuff, isn't it? <laughs> wow, awesome. Yeah, Beth said Beth Esposito said the tavern was actually a part of the Underground Railroad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah. didn't know huh. that one there either. There were multiple sections huh. of Poland at one point that were affiliated with it, allegedly. You know, it's uh, the history is yeah. on some of that stuff, obviously. But yeah, the, the tavern, I, I know one of the, the mansions up at the top of Riverside Drive, I believe, has been talked about uh, as possibly part of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it. it, it the history is ridiculous here. I mean, it is so intricate. And that's where this in last year we uh, we had a contest at Celebrate Poland about a new motto uh, or an official motto for, for Poland, uh, joint between the township and the village. And, I remember that. Yeah. And everybody kind of settled on, you know, proud past and promising future because it, it is such an integral part of our community uh, that, I mean, that's it. It's in the fabric, man. What, uh, so, so you said, speaking about Poland, you're going off to med school. Right. Yeah. Where are you going to? Where are you going uh, to med school? Neomed. In Neomed. So, so you're 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 probably are you going to run again then? Uh, we're going to try. I'm going to try because I'm going to commute from my house. That's uh, crazy. And, wow. That's yeah. Uh, we'll be a Poland resident, and uh, and we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, I I was very upfront with everybody uh, when I campaigned for the spot and said, "Listen, here are my future plans." I ran on the aspects of, uh, you know, here's a young perspective of you know a future. Right. Uh, community member potentially and someone who will give the perspective of what we're looking for in communities you want to live in down the road. So I, I wanted to offer that. And I even told everybody, listen, I'm doing all this stuff down the road and I might not be around a whole long time or whatever. And, and even said, you know, that's kind of how, in my opinion, how politics were supposed to be in the first place. You know, you're supposed to come temporarily, give your input, work as hard as you can, and then give it to someone else to carry the reins. And uh, Sounds beautiful. Yeah. That's the truth, man. Are you, are, really and you're going, you're going to go, you're going to go, you're engaged. Yeah. You Are you going to come back to Poland? You're going to move into Poland? You're going to, you're going to try and find a house and it's start possible. a practice? Yeah, or, it's yeah. possible. It's a long you, way down the road. I got, I got a long time, but it's possible for sure. That's this is my home, man. So you, you finish up school, you get a job. You're like, Hey, I want to move out of my parents' basement. <laughs> I need to buy a house for me and my wife. Who are you going to call to get a, to, to get a loan for your, for your mortgage? Right. You, you gonna, you gonna you get your loan through? I'm just, <laughs> just wondering. Like I mean, <laughs> some pretty cool guys out there that yeah, so yeah, cool. so, that are also going to be opening up an office here in the next month over uh, in Poland. In yeah. Poland. We're, we're we're probably going next to Barbells. Okay. Um, you know where Trulio's is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's the the workout plays up. It's barbells, right? Yeah, barbells. Barbellas. Barbellas. Yeah. Barbellas. Barbellas. And then next yeah. to that is an office. So we're probably going to go there. Cool. Uh, Luke is. Wait, hold on. Luke is looking <laughs> Matt, for prospect. Yeah. I'm always looking for prospect. Matt Bodine said that's a that's a beautiful hoodie, Tim Ryan. I, because I've been harassing Tim Ryan on his Facebook post about his hoodies. This is concrete fitness. Concrete you fitness. Got Bodine, you got the Bodine family tagging into this meeting now. You guys made the business. Seriously. I'm telling concrete you. Concrete fitness. Tom Zalia from uh, the chiropractor. You guys know him? 
That's it. Uh, Oh, awesome. uh, boy, this is this is where we, we start losing everybody here, Isaac. Yeah, <laughs> always, so, dude. You're always looking for a prospect. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so what? What's that? What else you want to talk about? Oh, man, we got. Uh, what else you want to talk about? Oh, I I, uh, I I asked all my questions. Oh, did you got, uh, Did you see we tagged you? I tagged you in a post today. Um, um I don't think Andrew, so. Andrew DePaulo. Okay, he was on the show. Uh, 21, uh, 21 news midday meteorologist. Uh-huh. He's doing some challenge that he, uh, it's called Y town streakers. Now it's a running challenge. You're not streaking, you're clothed, okay. but you're supposed to run or walk, whatever you want to do a mile a day. And for 30, for 30 days straight. Okay. And you donate a dollar for each day, um, to a local charity of your choice, whatever you want to do. Cool. So, um, yeah, okay. and then you nominate three people. So you got to post to prove that you're doing this. But I actually nominated you. I nominated Pulp. And who else did we nominate, Luke? Did you see it? I, I, I have it. knee surgery on yes, Thursday. And, oh. Yeah. Like yeah he, he tore his meniscus, but I'm doing it. So oh, can you push uh, me, Isaac, Isaac, you should push me around in a wheelchair for the yeah, next week. I can week. push you around in a wheelchair for sure. We but can yeah. go by the park. We can go by your camping spot. Yeah, I'm at your camping spot. But yeah, so 30 days straight, we're going to do it, or I'm going to do it. I'll push Luke around one day at least. That's but awesome. yeah, so you Luke, should too, Anthony. Absolutely. You should. And you guys got to be, you're going to be keeping tabs on me, making sure I'm doing it if I post absolutely. it. Right? Absolutely. Okay. I don't know who we're going to donate to, though, Luke. Who you want to donate to this time? We got we did second harvest for uh, for Andrew DePaulo. Yeah, we have to, I think, I'm open for anything. I mean, so it's a charity of your choice, huh? Yeah, local charity cool. of your choice. Very cool. I, I, I say we, I like second harvest food, but I go, I go back. I, mm-hmm. That's what Andrew did again. Yeah. So, that's um, let's see here. What else can we talk about? So you were a swimmer. You were you met Tim Ryan a couple times. Oh my god, <laughs> he loves Tim Ryan. Oh, crazy. I, I want to have. I invited. I invited the lady who's running against him uh, really? on the show. Oh yeah, coming on. Uh, I haven't heard a response yet. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. We're, we're, try, we're trying to get people. You got to get the mayor for us. Oh, that would be fantastic. Matthew, Matthew said something here again. Hello, Anthony Tazio as well. I know I said I'll be on with you guys. I got to get time slot one of these days with you guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who he is. Matt you know Bodine and Perry? Matt Bodine and uh, Ross, man. No. Ross. Who is that? Bodine and Perry, the accounting? Yeah, he's – uh, CPA, I believe. Yeah, it's like the biggest CPA firm in Youngstown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they yeah. have a Florida branch, <laughs> I believe. What's that? Florida they even have a Florida branch. Yeah, it's like yeah, he's a Florida yeah, very, branch. Big time. <laughs> Heck hey, yeah, my, my Isaac. Buddy. Oh, okay, go ahead. What Here's a question for Isaac. Isaac, what happened to your Chipotle every everyday life? Tell tell Anthony about that. He probably doesn't know about that. Anthony, okay. I tried to eat Chipotle for the world record uh, most amount of days eating Chipotle in a row. Nuh-uh. And it's it's 500 days, and I got 150 something, and then I got E. coli. <laughs> I I didn't I didn't go to the hospital, but I it was bad. Is all I can say for a week straight. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't oh. eat anything. It was the worst experience. So. 
So I had to, I had to throw in the towel, man. I couldn't do it. And I was like cruising. I was cruising. No. And then like, after that, I was like, I can't think about this. So I had to take a break from Chipotle for a while. But that's understandable. yeah, that's Listen, what happened with that. Right? You got a lot of time to, to tackle that challenge again. I know I just start, start again, but yeah. it was a lot, man. We're, we're oh, speaking sure. of a lot of food. We're working on a, uh, with our buddies at YSN, uh, we're planning a 10,000 calorie challenge wow. to 10,000 calorie challenge in a day to support the local, the local companies in our area. So we're going to do food breakfast and we're going to see if we need 10,000 calories in a day with why with a couple yeah. guys from YSN. We're going to film it and then throw it on YouTube of me probably dying, but it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. We got like, I, I, I made up our like menu of what we're going to eat and it is ridiculous. It's like starting off, starting off in C's. Um, and then right after that, you have to eat like three or four, uh, White House donuts. Farm donuts, and then like uh, we're gonna go to coaches, coaches for lunch, and then like handles after that, or like a Molnar cinnamon roll. You can get that in Canfield. Um, uh, you forgot to stop at Inner Circle Pizza for wings and pizza. Inner, inner Circle Pizza, like thirty-two yeah, wings and half a pizza. It's gonna be disgusting. Night, man. Tuesdays for wing night. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, what, what questions do you have for us? you have any questions for us, Anthony? Well, let me see. So how long have you guys been in town? How long have you been Polonites? Go ahead, Luke. Uh, I have been here. Oh, God. Maggie's probably listening still, and she's going to yell at me if I say this wrong. 2000. We bought a house in 2009, 10. No, 11, 11, 11 when Lucas was born, 2011. But I did live kind of in Poland Township when I was over at the on the golf course, uh, over off Fonderlack or whatever it's called now. The Lake, Lake Club, Club over there in a condo. So it's 44514. So it's like it, is. it is. But now I've been integrated. I'm, I'm over on Chardonnay. I was in Hummingbird Hill before. That's um, awesome. And so, next so, to Chief Comstock, man, that's got to be one of the safest houses in town. Which one? Next to Chief Comstock. Uh, uh, Maggie, just said, Maggie just said 2010. That was literally every number I didn't say. <laughs> She's just oh, sitting God. in the room just shaking her head right now. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then, uh, so, so, yeah. So, but with my kids, I have a nine-year-old, a five-year-old, and a two-year-old. Maggie's a teacher at the school. We have three boys. So, I, I'm in, I'm in, I'm, I'm pulling for life right now, man. So That's awesome. Very cool. Very cool. How about you, Isaac? I graduated from ISU in 2016. And Luke's like, you have to buy my condo. You have to buy my condo. So I did. And that was over at the Lake Club. And I lived there till last November. I okay. sold that place and I bought a condo over here on Massachusetts. So, That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. You I'm know, in the, uh, the village Jason now. and Ryan McGiffin over there? Do you know those guys? McGiffin. 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 No. Where they okay. They're on Massachusetts in one of the, one of the, condominium complexes i think on down there towards the end towards the boardman side but they're good friends that's you them. isaac that's yeah, where we are, right? it might be the other building i i have uh all not old, like older people in my building i'm like okay the youngest person in here but yeah cool. um but i love it here man i love these these condos are beautiful over here so. that's awesome. awesome that's awesome stuff well here so do you guys want to know more about that article yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What let article? Me, what article? Oh, yeah. So, Isaac, let me set it up. So I'm reading. I'm reading the article. 
Um, I'm, I'm just doing what I always do on my phone, going through Facebook. And I'm saying, and I see this post from Anthony. And again, I don't know who he is. And he is trash talking Mahoney Matters, which is like the remnants of the Vindicator. It's like a bunch of, Partially. what's that? Partially remnants. Partial remnants. And it's like an online yeah. whatever, like news yeah, outlet. articles and stuff. Yeah. yeah, like a legitimate news outlet other than like us with our MLO Brothers podcast. Yeah. Hold on, let me let me throw this up here real fast. Yeah, you oh. forgot to throw up our thing in the bottom right corner, dude. Oh, no. I did, didn't I? Yeah, the whole podcast. Come on. Hold on. Gosh, see, this is unprofessional. I don't know where it is. Unprofessional. It's all right. There so I'm reading this like, who the heck is this kid lashing out at this Mahoney Manors? And what was he saying? Why was, why was he so they upset? Were, they, were, they, were, they were harassing the decision-making and the expense of the Mothy Park Bridge. And I'm like, this kid, this kid just unloaded. So go ahead. So, so, so it was Anthony. And that's why I invited him on. I'm like, if somebody is willing to go out after a news outlet like that, I was like, they're going to be on our podcast. Yeah, man. Listen, here's the bottom line. I mean, and I won't get too much into, into the any personal aspects of this, but whenever I see something either misstated or the numbers are wrong in any of these articles, I try my best to go out and at least correct them to the best of my knowledge, just because yeah. it's better to keep everybody informed that way. Because when you let it stay out there and fester, right? Yeah. You then you have people come to our meetings and and have false information in their toolbox yeah. to come at us with. So uh, I try every time I see something that's incorrect or biased or pointed towards you know irrelevant things. That's what I'll, I'll call it out the best I can and just correct it as with factual information. So. With that post, um, it, it it was basically a, a combination of a bunch of articles that were done in the past uh, with the Vindicator and with Mahoning Matters and uh, every negative aspect of everything that they've ever come up with about that bridge project was put together into one summary article. Oh, right? man. And, and yeah. not a lot of it was actually correct and and there were other issues with it too, and obviously biased uh, uh, spin on it. And from my opinion, and and it was just my opinion to keep that record straight. And I try to do that as much as possible. Good for you. So they're saying that the bridge. What, what was the argument though? What was the argument on there? So like, what were they trying to say that was bad? That was so wrong. Getting too much into the politics of this, I mean, some people initially came out. There was a group of people who said, you know, this bridge is absolutely safe, and you don't need to touch it. Okay. And when that were these, happened, were these engineers or were they just people? <laughs> so some some were engineers, had some engineer backgrounds, but no one was really. We hired the, the bottom line is we hired someone to come and evaluate the bridge. OK. And once you hire someone to come out and look at it and give you a, a recommendation or tell you that it's unsafe. Right. You're in big trouble if you then ignore that. Right. Yeah, nobody freaking falls off a bridge or the bridge collapses and kills somebody. Right. Absolutely. So if you if you were to go get that recommendation and then turn around and say, we're going to ignore that and someone gets hurt, you're in big trouble. So of what these guys were saying, my position was always we have a legitimate engineer firm. uh, The MS consultants is very well known and a large firm in, in our community and everything else. And they said this is unsafe. So at that point, you have to do something about it, in my opinion. So the other arguments became kind of distractions in my opinion because what are you going to do you're not going to ignore that 
So, um, and then we took the next couple of steps, but those, some people uh, took some obvious uh, offense to some of the, those conflicts and disagreements early on turned into some interesting comments and opinions that were given to the press reps and uh, reporters. And those turned into some horrible articles that did not reflect the facts at all about this. I mean, I think that we did a very nice job of going through and as timely as you can, because it's an intricate, intricate process. I told you guys already. I mean, you got to get an evaluation. You have to try to get someone to engineer a replacement. We went back and forth on, you know, we want to keep it historically accurate. We want to you make it safe still. So you had to figure all that stuff out. Then you had to get specs. The foundation had to raise money. You had to green light the project. You had to put the project out for bid. You had to accept the bid. You had to hire a contract. I mean, all of this stuff had to be done. And that's why it took, you know, a long time, not to mention the, we were delayed along the way with different things uh, for some irrelevant reasons, but it, it was, it was way too much controversy for something that was a really good community building project. Why, why, why are the people or the group that are so against this bridge? Is it the money aspect of it? Is it the, the history of it? Is it, yeah, is it the, the typical old people don't like change aspect of it? I mean, what is it? Because so, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, Anthony. When I think of a group not wanting to change that group bridge, I immediately God. think they're 70 years old or older. And they're, yeah. I've lived on that bridge. I've walked on that bridge my entire life. And I'm not yeah. letting them change it, God damn it. Like that's for sure. That is immediately what I I'm think. Nor did not want to see that. Thing. <laughs> that's hilarious. But it, honestly, it, everybody, like you guys said, everybody's had childhood memories of that bridge. I know Eleanor Zedeker, who's our chairman of our fire board or of our forest board, right? Her first date with her husband, and they were married for 50 years or whatever, was on that bridge. I mean, they went to that bridge. So it, it is so sentimental to so many people. So when people look at a number, and here's the other part people have to understand, with government entities, the numbers are all ridiculous, okay, when you do projects. They're always way higher than the common person would expect because they know that, like, it's weird. Government pricing is different, okay? All of those people are not going to bid any lower than what we're getting. So the prices that we got for this project, are they're across the board pretty status quo, okay, for, for what a project of that size, what it entailed, would cost, uh, I mean, we we were throwing out numbers. I, I believe it was like ninety thousand dollars to put a cookie cutter bridge in. You know, that wasn't historically accurate. So it was even a little bit less money to do it like this. Um, and on top of that, you have the historical arguments and everything like that. But it's everything costs more with governments. That's the hardest part. Yeah. Of and, and because and there's a million reasons for that, and I'm not a hundred percent certain on all of them. But the way it's been presented to me is they basically know that they the have governmental fork it over, basically. Yes. Yeah, and we, they and know the government will pay more. Yeah, and we won't have a say. So those people who, who give us bids and give us proposals know that. They know you have to get it done for safety reasons or whatever else, and they're going to charge you across the board whatever they want. Um, so that, that that's the hard part. I mean, and that's the same with just about any project the government does across the board at every level, local, state, federal. So. Well, why why uh, why does it Mahoney why does it Mahoney uh, Mahoney matters like that bridge? See, I don't want to get personal with these guys, but I don't get it. I want to know. Yeah, so so the all I'll say is that the person who wrote that article, that particular article on Mahoney Matters, was also the same one who did the Vindicator articles uh, that kind of covered the bridge. So the same person has covered the bridge progress the whole way through. Um, and 
my, my only gripe with that was that it was only the negative aspects. I mean, we've had so many people, the, the different boards, council, uh, the foundation, fundraise, work towards getting this completed, make it a positive thing, and only take the negative aspects of that didn't seem fair to me. So that's that's the bottom line. Uh, we'll talk about it off air. Yeah. I'm allowed to say his name. You don't have to. Is it Jess Harden? Jess Harden? That <laughs> he's like, ah. yeah, yeah. She wrote the article, yes. Okay, uh, no, I'm just reading the article. I mean, we're not saying anything yeah, negative. Absolutely. We're not trying to get the councilman in trouble, please. Just we're not just trying to talk about the We're all allowed to have our own opinions. I mean, the thing is, like you said, you had a professional in there. The professional said you have to fix the bridge. You cannot put anybody else out on that bridge until it's fixed, and that's that. That's exactly. just how it's going to be. That's exactly so, the thought. That was my thought process from day one. Yeah, I mean, yeah that, that's that how it's got to be. Of our legal counsel said the same thing. You yeah, know, and you got to put that caution. Yeah, and how bad would it look on us as a village and township if if somebody died? And that, that's it. You know, that'd that's be horrible. horrible. We would look so bad. So, so I've gone through and I have, since the project started two weeks ago or whatever, to, to rehabilitate the bridge or whatever, um, I've been taking pictures every day. And I got to take pictures of the certain pieces that they took off of the old bridge. It's ridiculous. I mean, there were pieces that were not even connected anymore that were supposed to be supporting that entire oh, bridge. I mean, the, the bolt yeah. rusted through. I, I used I to go up there with my kids and like shake it. Yeah, yeah. Well, there, was, there was actually something we found that was very interesting. The, the we play Indiana holder, Jones. Be like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. like on Indiana Jones. Like, yeah. absolutely. Well, how about the contractors ripped up a, a, a board plank that was across the bridge, and underneath they found a tree branch shoved into a, lo- a, a spot on the support beam of the bridge. It was a tree branch, and it was put in there when a four by four had rotted all the way through. And they looked at that and they go, "You got to be freaking kidding me right now!" Like, there's a wow. tree branch in there. Like, and you're telling me this is safe. So, I mean, that was, it was eye-opening well, to me even worse than I thought. Because so. Luke Schuster went up there, stood on that thing, and shook it a couple times, and it, it didn't did. fall. Yes. It did. It was, it was, probably, it was probably sturdy. It was, for another it was probably years, fine. I'm, I'm on the other fence now. <laughs> I'm good. We don't need to replace that thing, Anthony. We're fine. That's hilarious. Oh, what? Yeah. Uh, right, hold on. We got... Matt, Matt Bodine says, Luke Schuster, hey, May 15th, you can finally get your haircut, bro. Uh, I had to get an underground one all this time. The, the afro is out of control. Yeah, my hair is so nuts. Um, Matt, Nicole, Nicole Politsky uh-huh. um, said, hey, sorry, my printer just started printing. Um, hey, what time does town hall open? And if something needs dropped off, are you allowed to go there or is a different process going on currently? So right now it's closed. Um, you're going to want to call into the office on the door. There are instructions. Um, call the office, set something up, you know, drop it off on the back porch or, or something like that. The, the office staff will work with you to figure that out. Um, but as of right now, we still have that place closed to the public for at least another week or so, I believe, until we reevaluate. We have a meeting on the 19th. And I think we're going to reevaluate and discuss what we're going to do next in terms of reopening. Uh, but for right now, definitely just call our office number. I think the, uh, the hours are still 7.30 to like a 12, and then from 12.30 to 4, I think, are our hours. There's a half-hour break in the middle. Uh, so call any time between there and Nicole. Yeah. How, uh, how has COVID affected your like meetings? Is it all online now? 
Yeah, so we went to Zoom meetings. We've had two Zoom council meetings. Um, uh, we've we've actually canceled all of our committee meetings except for the fire district board, um, just because we, not to risk everything, and it's kind of yeah. hard to conduct business via Zoom. So most our meetings up until this point for council have only been special meetings where we only stick to agenda items. Um, if we were to have a regular meeting, we'd have to go through all of the Robert's rule order of things, you know, committee reports and all this stuff. So we've just stuck to five to 10 agenda items for the last two meetings, done the business we had to, and then gotten out. So, but we're hoping that that changes here pretty quick. I know we're looking June, hopefully we can get back to regular meetings, you know, best case scenario um, and get back to what we were doing. But the COVID has affected a lot of things. I mean, we, we were in the middle of starting to lay the groundwork for a strategic planning process with the village. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Me and the mayor had actually spearheaded that, spearheaded that for, um, about a year and we had formed a committee uh, of village reps and uh, hired an engi- hired a consultant to come in and help us formulate it and look at a million different aspects. And that's all been put on hold now because we don't know where our yeah. will be when this is all said and done. I mean, it, it's sucky times. Yeah, it really is, man. It really is. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I guess if, if anybody wants to contact you and annoy the councilman, where can they, where can they find you? Facebook? Where are we, where yeah. are we uh, going? So direct message me on Facebook, either my personal account, if I'm friends with you or on the Poland village councilman account or whatever that I have on there. Direct messages is probably the best way. Um, we have village emails also. And my village email is just uh, a Latanzio at PolandVillage.org. So that's a, Easy one. We, we get those anyways. So if anybody wants to use that route um, and then you can also call the hall and leave a message and then I can, I can return all those also. So Luke and I were um, calling a hall. Dude, I got, I got, I got to post this. I got to post this real fast. What? Okay. I just found an article cause I was digging through that Mahoney matters thing. Oh boy. Okay. Hold on. Now I think I just found this article okay. about Mahoney matters. I think, I think we have a beef with Mahoney matters now, Isaac. Why? What happened? They're talking trash on. about our village. What are they saying? Mark Mark Sweetwood. What do you say? Sweetwood. I gotta post. I got. What are you doing? He said what? He said what? Mark Sweetwood was talking trash about what's going uh, in a November twenty first story. What's going on with Poland Forest Moth Bridge? Jess, that's your girlfriend, Anthony, uh, reported. <laughs> Don't tell my fiance that. Sorry, fiance. Sorry, fiance. Sorry. Yeah, fiance, that's his girlfriend. They, they have a thing going on. Uh, she went to Georgetown, by the way. Um, yep. Let's see here. The foundation village officials were largely unhelpful in our efforts to get answers about the project. They're talking trash. It turns out that a complaint questioned whether the new bridge should comply with Americans with Disabilities Act uh, there, there was a meeting apparently in the woods between the village and some federal officials. Who else was there? No one would say. Members of the public asked and received no answers. Members of the foundation asked, but again, almost no response. We asked. Crickets. This guy's a jerk. Oh. This leaves us to presume that joining the cable of for the meeting in the woods, given the veil of secrecy uh, that developed was Bigfoot or Jason Bourne. We may never know. I know. Well, I, all I'll say about that whole old topic. Do you understand, is Isaac? It makes him seem unprofessional, though. Totally like, unprofessional. Yeah, it doesn't make him look good. Um, yeah. Who is this freaking jerk? Yeah, I Mark? mean, the, the bottom line with what he's talking Sweet about one. is that, yeah, the bottom line is that 
attorney-client privilege still still applies to government entities. That's why we have a solicitor. Um, and when there are uh, issues that arise within, you know, federal, state, things like that, potential litigation is a reason that we're allowed to go into executive sessions, stuff like that. I mean, nothing came out of that stuff for the most part. I mean, all of that was settled later on and was disclosed publicly later on. Um, but he was referring to there was a time where we we were strictly under attorney client privilege and we had every right to be uh, with that. Was this he? Guy, it sounded like he was pissed about um, it not being like handicap friendly. Is that what yeah. I heard? So there was, uh, I mean, there was an issue raised about you know the the possibility that the bridge would not be ADA accessible. Well, it's um, not and, right well, because it's not. and and what we ultimately thought of. I mean, we had talked about that at length before any issues even came up about it. It's yeah. in a primitive forest, and it was the recommendation of our solicitor uh, that our opinion, our official stance on the matter was, if it's in a primitive forest, the parking lots are not ADA accessible, the trails are not ADA accessible, so why should the bridge that is in between all of those things have to be ADA compliant? Um, and the, and that was point. where our position was, and then someone who has a, uh, a there was there's people who have histories of getting angry at us for whatever reason, and, and it's yeah. similar similar suspects who came out and said, you know, try to file complaints or tried stuff like that. And, and, and we, we let our legal counsel take the necessary action to, to settle yeah. all of that stuff. And we went from there, but yeah, articles like that, I just find sometimes unnecessary. I mean, it's, at what point are they just being annoying? Like they yeah. know that it's not handicap accessible to get to the bridge and then the bridge has to be handicapped. At what point is it just, okay, you're just doing this to just try and make us look bad. I, you know, I'm still make us look bad. Things like yeah, that. Yeah. I'm still going crazy. I Let me read some more of this article. Oh, I'm okay. sorry, Anthony. I'm sorry, but this the, Matthew, the viewers need to hear this because this guy, this Sweetwood guy, I now have I now have a gripe with this guy. Uh, DJ Yokely texted me and said, uh, "Mahoning Valley matters." Oh, I probably shouldn't have said his name. Um, yeah, you shouldn't. Have. Sweetwood runs Mahoning Matters. They're funded by Google. I don't know yeah. that. And, and listen, they are they're a great. Uh, they could be a great source. I mean, they are a great source for different things. I've seen other great articles that they've but had. This, another but if this dude oh, running this, if this dude running this article, Anthony is is in charge of that. Let me read you some more. Voters don't elect solicitors. They're talking about the lawyer. Mm -hmm. A fancy name for a lawyer paid ten thousand five hundred dollars by the village of Poland, and they don't really they elect a board. Time, if you think yeah, about, check it. out any ballot. We elect individuals. Is he from Poland or you're, you're not part of Poland, Sweetwood? So why are you saying we elect individuals? Those individuals take an individual oath. And with that oath is the expectation that they make individual decisions to represent those who elect them. They're not obligated to speak as obligated to speak as one unified voice, no matter the whims of the staff. They have the power. It cannot be transferred or usurped. Hmm. This guy's just pissed because you guys didn't let him in the meeting is all that is. Yeah, I mean, listen, we we have every right to go into executive session for the for the reasons that are specified in 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 the law. I mean, the law tells you what you can go into executive session for. Potential litigation, yeah. things like that, are all part of that. Um, and we announced that before we went into executive session. All those times we had to. I mean, because like I said, we have a legal counsel for that reason. I mean, they're supposed to advise us through situations like that. Um, and a an attorney client privilege does apply to to government entities and government officials still. Um, so you have every same rights as everyone else. So it, when, when you're talking about like potential or threatening lawsuits, federal stuff like that, intervention with the ADA, I mean, you're going to have a, a, a 
stuff like that happened. I mean, but when you, you have settled, we were very forthcoming with all the info that they needed. Yeah. Um, I mean, as councilmen and as town leaders, I mean, you have to protect us, the, you know, the, the, ta- the from being sued because you could be yeah, sued and then absolutely. that affects your voters. So you guys are doing the right thing. I, I, I mean, from what I'm reading, ignore those guys, ignore the haters. That's yeah. what, uh, Here's a good um, one, Matthew. Yeah, Matthew yeah, Matt said, no said that. Whenever you are in a position of power from the government, you have naysayers and extreme on each side. Why don't these journalists run for a position if they want to make a difference? Instead, they'd rather bash someone. See, you know, yeah. I, he's making a good point. You're always going to have haters, Anthony. You're yeah, always going to have haters. Yeah, well, in, in, I've been in all the leadership positions in my life already, that it, it comes with the territory. Yeah, really and all, yeah. all this is is some inter- internet website. For people who used to be relevant at the Vindicator and they're no longer relevant, and now and now they're 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 bashing they're bashing local councilmen and they're bashing local decision makers to get attention. Luke's getting us more haters, by the way, Anthony. He's uh, <laughs> he's getting us more haters. If that guy ever watches this video, he's gonna write an article. Honestly, that is one of, the coolest, one of the coolest things I've learned about all this is how to maneuver through that stuff. Uh, and just for being on this for two years, how to maneuver through people yeah. coming at you and, and difficult conversations. That's part of this. I mean, it's a great learning. Um, Anthony, my maneuvering tactic is to, is to steamroll people. There you go. <laughs> See, you should well, that's my maneuver. My maneuver. Council and just steamroll everybody. Yeah, I don't think I, I, I don't think I'm uh, leadership material for the council because I would end up getting in a fight in the parking lot. Luke's favorite thing is the bridges I burn will light my light my path along the way yeah. or something, Luke. Yeah. Or, the, Luke's always said, like, the bridges I burn will light my path. It's it's made the bridges <laughs> I burn light the way. Is don't the light the way. Yeah. Use any other analogy except for bridge. We don't want any burning bridges. We're moving on from bridges. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That is too funny. Uh, Jim Jim Malone has a good comment here. He says, uh, Councilman, is it true that your brothers Dom and Nico beat you regularly in cornhole? <laughs> Listen, only when Jimmy Malone is playing do I lose in cornhole. The boys do not beat me. That's all I have to say on that. Listen. <laughs> that is too funny. You, uh, old, uh, you have brothers in? How many brothers yeah. do you have? I, I have four younger brothers. Uh, oh, so you're the oldest, the oldest of five? Oh. Yes, sir. Oh. Yep. Holy crap. <laughs> I have three boys and I'm ready to jump out the window right now. Could you imagine five? Yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> Holy crap. What, what is the age difference? What's the age spread? So I'm I'm 23. Uh, my next brother's 21. And then we have a 19-year-old. Um, my, and then the next one is 15. And then one is 12. So, did, they keep wow. shooting, did they keep shooting for girls? And they what? just like uh, did they did your parents want a girl and they kept going that might trying to have a girl <laughs> and then they just tapped out after five. I mean, we hit three. We hit three. We hit three boys, and I was like, "Oh hell no, we're done. That's it." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh man, it's always entertaining in my house. Do you guys? Do you ever fight with your brothers? I mean, with five uh, with five brothers, it's got to be like freaking WWE over there sometime. Yeah, yeah, that's about that's basically the best analogy you can come up with right there. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I anybody have any other questions for Anthony? We've been this has been the longest one. Yeah, we're at an hour thirty here, Isaac. Hour and a half, man. That's awesome. Good, Good stuff. There we go. I hope you guys will have me back. This was fun. 
Absolutely, man. Uh, we're going to have welcome. you back when, uh, when uh, what's his name, uh, when uh, Mark Sweetwood uh, starts attacking us on uh, on his uh, on his fake uh, news what? outlet. Oh my god! <laughs> we'll have both of you guys on. You guys can talk it out. Yeah. There'll be like a virtual hug at the end. We'll have to put It'll my sister in this too, and the mayor, and we'll just have a big one. There we go. Can you yeah. get the mayor on for us? Listen, before we go, and, and we do have to talk about who we have next week and stuff, but before you go, can you get the mayor on? Can you put in a good word? Listen, I actually mentioned this to him before I started tonight, before I got on tonight with you guys. He, yeah. he will refuse. We'll have to find a way to convince him. I don't know. Whatever kind of black <gasps> you find on him, Luke, you got to start. You got, you're good stalking, apparently. I mean, you got to stalk him. He's refusing to come on? Huh? Why does he want to come on? Listen, he, ah, he's shy. He's this is what we're going to do. He's a <laughs> this, is, this is what we're going to do. We're going to have Anthony bring him flowers from the MLO brothers at the next meeting that you're allowed to go to. Perfect. We're going to have a bouquet of flowers, and you're going to walk it into him and say, hey, this is from the MLO brothers. We want, they we'll want you on the show. Yes. <laughs> I mean, if I have to start, I, he fall, he's on our page. If I have to start calling him out every day on uh, on our Facebook post, I will. I mean, oh, tag him. Tag you can tag him. Post a comment. Or he, I'm sure he'd be great with you guys. Is he shy? Is he shy? Is that the problem? I mean, he's the mayor. He can't be shy. He's got to be a politician. He's an interesting human. He's an interesting human. He, 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 <laughs> technology makes him nervous. Okay. Really. <laughs> We gotta okay. get him on. He's one of he's one of my greatest friends in the world. So, but yes, he he yeah. <laughs> I'll try my best to get him on. <laughs> we're, we're all laid back. We're not going to get him in any sort of political trouble. Um, no, absolutely not. No, we wouldn't do yeah. that. Especially Isaac, if he's nervous, we would never. Isaac, you know what you need to do, Isaac. You know what you need to do. Bring it, other you than bring him for camp, You will you will camp every day <laughs> in the center not of Poland until he comes on. That little patch of grass yes. until the mayor of Poland village comes on, on my podcast. Every day. They can just keep yeah. arresting you, throwing you in jail, you just go right back. I will not be silent. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my gosh. Well, um, so here's what we got real fast. Next week, um <laughs> next week or this week Thursday. on Thursday, we got Robbie Yankish from YN Camera and Boardman. Uh they're opening back up. He's a good personal friend of us. Uh, I think I used to babysit him when he was younger, too, by the way. He's from South Range. His older sister Uh, used to babysit me. There you go. YM Camera. Uh, We have Mike Rohan from the, what's it called, Isaac? The Godzilla truck, or what is it? No, it's Fritanic. 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 Fritanic food truck, and he has G's Pizza World out in Greenford. That's next Tuesday. Listen to this one, Mike, or listen to this one, Anthony. Dr. Nino Rabino on the following Thursday is coming on our show to talk about COVID and the masks and all the stuff. And we're getting his, his opinion on all things Nino Rabino. He's, he's our, he's our, he's our kid's doctor and he's an awesome, awesome guy. And I, I talked to him for like two minutes on the phone about COVID and it was like, dude, you got to come on our show with us. So he's coming on. That's awesome, man. That's um, awesome. And, and then hopefully after that, we have uh, the mayor of Poland. That's our goal. Let's go. I'll do my best. I'll try to help. Dude, flowers. <laughs> to let us know when the next meeting is where you get flowers. Yeah, well, you said right. in June you're going to have a, have a meeting in person, so that's when we can send him a note. Is, it open? is it open to the public? Can Isaac and I bring it into him? Mr. Mayor, we love you. Big sign. Yeah, it would be awesome. <laughs> don't, don't don't tell us that because we'll do it. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, oh, all right, Anthony. Well, I, 
Anthony, we really appreciate you coming on, man. This has been awesome. I've had yeah. uh, some of my buddies have been texting me saying this is actually the, the best show so far. So wow. yeah. awesome. no, this has been a great time. I appreciate it, guys. I love this. I love this outlet that you guys are putting together. This is fantastic. And Uh-oh. to everyone watching, oh, we got another comment here. Great job, yeah. Anthony. Karen. Great job, Anthony. Sorry about Jim Malone. <laughs> I, oh, next, I live Go. next door to Tim. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Luke. Oh, yeah, yeah, you were clicking at the same time. Uh, Matt Bedine said, I live next to Mayor Tim for years. Uh, I can help you get him on, too. Let's go. Everybody, message we need to- Tim Sycophus and tell him he's on the show. Everybody message him right now. We should have Matthew put flowers on his doorstep for us from oh, the MLO we Brothers. We need, awesome. we need Mayor Tim. We're not stopping. Anthony, you tell him to watch this because we, we want him on the show. I wouldn't be surprised if he was already watching. So <laughs> he's probably one of those twenty. We've been twenty to thirty people. It's probably in here. We, if you're watching us, we want you on, Mayor. We're not stopping until <laughs> you come on our show. Um, but everybody watching, we do appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um, if you did like this video, please, please go click on it and like on the like button. Um, also, if I don't know if you're on YouTube, where you're at, but share us. Um, do what you can to spread the word. Uh, we really appreciate everybody. Um, and also, Luke, what uh, what do they do if they need a what if they need a loan for something? Mortgage? mortgage or- I wait. Oh, I don't have my my thing. NMLS number five six two five four eight. Isaac <laughs> and I are opening up a mortgage shop with Nationwide Mortgage in Poland. We're already working. We're so busy. Rates are super low, uh, and we are super busy. So a home or refinancing. Think of us. Hit us up, please. So, Anthony, and, again, buddy, appreciate it. So awesome for you. We'll have you on again if you want, maybe this summer. Sounds good. Sounds good to what me. Is, Let that go. bill? is that what? Is that, Isaac, is your cool. internet is so bad right now. Do you see that, Anthony? Oh, yeah. You look like I'm, a ghost. Do I really? Yeah, it's, you're way paler You're way paler than normal. I think my light's right here. They might be doing it. No, it's it's the internet. Okay, we got to go. Anthony, thanks again. Right. Everybody, thank, thank you. you. So it's been fun. All right. Bye. Bye, everyone.